Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tired Society. If you've never heard my voice before, then hi, I'm Millie. On this podcast, which is this is my first ever episode, which is kind of cool, guys. Um, but if you've never heard my voice before, then welcome. Here I chat about chronic illness and life specifically with chronic fatigue syndrome, as that is the chronic illness I have. If you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness that, um, in short definition, ha- um, is... Um, <laughs> it results in extreme fatigue which can leave you bedbound along with many many other symptoms which can be headaches dizziness um brain fog um light and sound sensitivity i'm just thinking off the top of my head as they're my main ones but um you know i can't currently think of any more brain fog <laughs> but um it it's a very it's everyone's different everyone experiences it differently so you know i'm just speaking from my experience but welcome if you would like to stick along that would be amazing i today I'm going to be chatting about things I wish I knew earlier in my chronic illness experience. Um, There'll be some light-hearted stuff, some more deep thoughts, and I would love if you just stayed for the ride. Um, I'm going to go along with it now. Okay, guys, you're going to have to bear with me this episode, um, because I am, I am very tired. (laughs) So we're just going to have to kind of go with it, because I am, I'm tired. I've had a big day out, and um, yeah. It probably wasn't a good idea to record this afterwards, but hey, that's how it worked out, isn't it? Um, but we're going to get straight on it with number one. But obviously, if my words don't quite match up, it is the brain fog and tiredness setting in. So we're just going to go with it. Number one, you won't always feel like you're making progress and you won't always be able to see it, but you're making it. I think this is this is one that I should I should have really been reminding myself of the whole time with chronic illness um you know there are big milestones throughout my this is me personally talking throughout my chronic journey there has been milestones that are like yeah I've done this like going into school for the first time completing the first full day of school or first week or you know everything like that um being able to meet up with friends and being able to do this and that and etc but some of the things you don't notice you're doing you know after your first after like I've been managing CFS for, must have, um, is it four years this year? So currently I'm on three years, I believe. And you know, after three years, I'm back in school, not at a full timetable, but I'm in, in school most days. And I don't really notice, well, I do notice, of course, but I don't really appreciate, I don't think, and think, yeah, I did that when I make it through a full day or... Um, you know, even when I make it through one lesson, I'm like, you know, I really should think like, wow three years ago that would have been impossible so you know it is a big deal um and you just kind of don't think about it now well not as much because it's it's normal it's not it's never going to be normal normal but you know making it through a day is isn't as appreciated because I think maybe well yeah but I can't make it through a week or you know tomorrow I won't make it through or something like that you know you just don't appreciate it and you can't always see the progress, but it's there. Like, I've n- I never really noticed every day when I'm like, oh yeah, I did another day, or I managed another day, or I managed to meet up with friends, or whatever, whatever. You know, I you don't notice it always. Um, but it's there, and, you know, some days I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere, you know, I still can't do this, and I still can't do that. But you should remember that you're doing this, and you're managing that, and these milestones you just need to remember whether it's you were able to move to the sofa from your bed today or you 
um, finished reading a book or you um, managed to do some schoolwork or do some work, whatever it is, like, you know, it may not be a big move, it may not be a big step forward, but it's a step forward and that is progress even if it doesn't feel like it is. Um, and I think that's really important. I do. I really do. Okay, number two. Your life has changed and there's no getting it back to how it was. You have to change with it. Um, this one, honestly, when I first came Ill, became ill, I, I knew I was ill. It, it was not like I had to realise it. I knew I was ill and I knew I couldn't do these things. But that didn't stop me wanting to do it and... Um, I guess the right term would be grieving over it. I wouldn't describe it as that because I was never sad, sad. But you know, I I wanted to do things that I couldn't do, and it it was it was upsetting. Um, but you have to change with it, I guess. You know, you can't get back. Not at least right now. You know, um, you know it's it has changed, and there's no getting it back to how it exactly was. You're gonna change along the process. And there's change with it. And I think that applies to like life in general. You know, life's constantly changing. And every decision you make, it might change your future, which is not a bad thing. Don't go around your life thinking every decision is the, like life or death. But it's just, you know, all these changes lead to bigger changes and they change your future and your life and who you are. And that's a good thing. And, you know, there's no getting it back to how it was. So you can't you know, me, 16, I can't go back to how I was in year five, when I was like, what was I, like, 10? There's no going back to that point, but that's okay, that's a good thing, and I don't mind, you know, it, life's changed, and it's led me to where it was, and maybe, you, maybe I'm not always thankful that I'm at this point with chronic illness, and not able to do a thing, but there's good parts to it as well, and there's new things that will come because of it, and I think that's something we all have to remember and change with life you know you can't go back to what it was and that's okay and move on with it this is one that I believe is really important especially with chronic illness but also with with life when things don't go quite your way or quite the way you expected things to go um health-wise like chronic illness sort of vibes it's not your fault and don't blame yourself um this is one that's important because, you know, I'm going to talk from experience here. There's, I don't, I don't know exactly what I could have done to prevent this. Um, I don't know if I should have stressed less or, you know, it was a cold that I got and I could have just not got that cold and then I would have been fine. Or maybe, um, I, I don't even know. I, I need to go back to my doctor and ask questions because I don't know very much about this, honestly. Um, but it's not my fault, you know, I didn't ask for this, I didn't, I didn't want it, trust me, I wouldn't have asked for it, and I can't blame myself, I can't say that I did this and that, because it's not going to help me, I am where I am now, and there's no changing it, <laughs> like I said in the last point, you've just got to change with it, and not blaming yourself is major, I think if you blame yourself, it, go, it goes down a bad route, you know, um, you know, you blame yourself and then you pick on all these little details that you think could have changed the um, end product. But I don't think they could have. I think it, I think everything always happens for a reason and you're at this point for whatever reason. 
Um, I don't know if you guys watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm just going to quickly throw in the Grey's Anatomy part here, just because it, it reminded me of it. Um, but recently, one of these characters, one of the Grey's Anatomy characters, we'll call her um, Character A. Character A is in a bad spot, and she's not doing very well. And she's thinking back in her life all about these different moments and all these different things that could have changed her life and what happened recently in the episode. And she's in her... Um, it's not called a dream, but it's like a dream, basically. Um, and she's she's going back to all these moments, changing different little parts of it to see if it makes a difference to the future. And um, in this episode, she has a friend that dies because of 9-11 in the towers. And so in her dream, she brings her friend to a park. She doesn't let her go to work and she keeps her in the park safe. Um, and in the episode, the friend ends up dying in the park but she was saying that she can feel smoke in her lungs and she can um like she's breathing in smoke and it just kind of was in the episode it was just kind of like you know you couldn't have changed the outcome that that character was always gonna die that way um and it was just kind of I don't know you know it was just kind of showing that was always going to happen and you couldn't have changed it um long story short you it's not your fault don't blame yourself um yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to add to it. It's just, I think it's very easy to pick on yourself and blame yourself for these little details when, at the end of the day, you couldn't have changed it. It is what it is, happened for whatever reason. And we just have to move on with life, get on with whatever is going on. I guess, I, I guess, you know. Number four, not everyone's going to understand I've dealt with this a lot, especially in school. Not everyone is going to understand, and that is just simply how it goes. You know, students don't understand, teachers don't understand. Um, all sorts of people throughout life won't understand. And I know I keep relating it to school and stuff, it's just because that's the point of life I'm at. I'm in school still, so that's kind of, you know, my view on life. I just see I'm, I'm in school, you know. But not everyone's going to understand. I've had people just tell me to sleep, to exercise, to rest more, to all these different things, to have a healthier diet, all these different things that just didn't help. And I'm like, you yeah, don't understand. And I try to explain it and they still don't understand. And that's just sometimes how it goes. You can't make people understand, however frustrating it is. And um, yeah, there's no... Sometimes there's just no explaining it to people and... We have to move on with it. It's, it's not your job to make them understand. Your job is to look after yourself and um, be there for the people that will understand and will listen to you. But it's not your job to make people understand if they're not um, if they're not going to. Um, and you just need to look after yourself. You know, don't don't keep them in your mind. Push them out of there if they're going to. You know, add comments or just just not understand and make things that make it work do things that make it worse you know do something about it um it's not your job to make them understand and it's not your job to fulfill their needs when they're hurting you so cut them out get rid of them um listen to you listen to the people that love you and we don't we don't need the people that don't understand if they're not willing to understand they're not worth it <laughs> okay number five blue light glasses work miracles i am literally wearing my blue light glasses right now 
Um, this is not an ad or anything. Not that anyone's going to pay me to talk about any of this stuff. But this, yeah, not an ad. But blue light glasses, I love them. I'm wearing some right now as I record this. Um, basically, if you don't know what blue light glasses are, they are supposed to stop, like, the... I don't know if they're blue rays or what they are, but they're, um, like, they're rays that come off your phone and off your screens like tv laptop phones stuff like that um and then these lights often increase um like headaches um tiredness and all sorts of stuff like that and so wearing them protect your eye, protects your eyes a bit more and um meet, like decreases headaches and tiredness and stuff like that obviously with chronic fatigue it's very hard to decrease those things so when i can i take the opportunity like right now um, I wear them all the time, probably too much, but especially when I'm on my phone and stuff like that. And especially with chronic fatigue, I end up on my phone and watching TV and stuff a lot. As there's not much I can do some days when, you know, there's very little energy. I can't do all these little activities, even like revise, revision, I can't do school, I can't do reading, you can't do sometimes. So like there's very little activities you can do. So TV and phone are often a good one as you can just kind of sit there. So blue light glasses really help me. Um, so, you know, go get yourself a pair. I love mine so much. I want to get some more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're they're really good. I love them. Um, but just make sure you get yourself some good ones. I got mine from Amazon. But they work miracles, I swear. I, I feel like... I, but now, <laughs> the thing is, now, when I don't wear them in front of my phone or stuff, I get headaches much quicker because I'm used to having less, like, of the blue light. Um, before I could last ages without headaches and stuff and now they just come on so quickly because I'm used to having so little of it but you know at least you know they're working then because you know less headaches and everything and I love them they really do work miracles especially just you know when you get more with chronic fatigue anyway it just really helps okay number six is listen to your doctor but also yourself and I'm gonna try and explain this because well, I'm not exactly sure how to explain it, but we're going to try. We're going to give it our best shot. I say this because listening to your doctor is good because obviously they've got your best interest at heart. Um, they know what they're talking about most of the time. You know, with chronic illness, it is kind of hard sometimes, especially chronic fatigue syndrome, when there is very little known about it. But, you know, they're trying to do what's best for you. And I'm sure they've got past experiences. My doctor personally has chronic fatigue syndrome or did at least. I'm not entirely sure. But, you know, she does know what she's talking about. Um, so, you know, she, she, when she gives me advice and stuff and tells me to do these different things, you know, she's coming from a good place. But my rule is also listen to yourself. Um, because obviously I'm, I'm not completely educated on every single chronic illness, but I know with chronic fatigue syndrome, it's often lots of, it's different for lots of people. Like not everyone's the same with it. Um, you know, everyone gets different types of symptoms. Everyone's is different, um, variations and stuff like that so listen to yourself as well because you know yourself best you know if this is good for you if that's not good for you um maybe let your doctor know those opinions um personally I don't I just listen to her and then do the opposite of what she says which is never a good idea um honestly it's terrible <laughs> but um you know listen to your doctor because they know what they're talking about often and they you know not every doctor will be the best doctor but if you get a good one, listen to them, hear them out, try what they're doing, and but then listen to yourself as well. If it's not working, go back to them. Go back and say, no, this isn't it. You know, I'm. this isn't working for me. You know, you know you. You know what works for you, you know what doesn't. You know if 
there's something you can or can't do and you've just got to you've got to listen to yourself your doctor won't know everything about your life your doctor won't know um your every thought won't know your every move um you know and so you've really just got to you've got to balance it out you've got to think yeah my doctor says this but also this is how I've been doing um and I think that's important I often just listen to myself and so then there's no progress made but so you don't want to do that either um you just got to give it a good balance I'm saying this when I do the opposite of it so no it's coming from me someone who makes the mistakes listen to your doctor listen to them hear them out and then put your view in as well and you know add it in um and I think that's really important um, this one is another one that I think is very, I think it's very relevant to everyone in life. But um, for the purpose of this podcast, I'm just going to be kind of more referring it to chronic illness. But it's number seven. Life doesn't have one size fits all for life. What one person expects to achieve in their life doesn't mean if you don't do it, you failed. Um, and I think I think that's an important one, especially when it does come to chronic illness, because for me personally... I say at school I have a um, reduced timetable so I only take four subjects I take English science maths and history and most people in my year take about seven subjects I believe it is Um, and so you know they take a full timetable and it's just different it doesn't mean that I failed in high school because I don't take a full subject timetable it just means my life's taking me on a different path it's not the exact same but that's okay because you know, I'm sure everyone's heard this, but, you know, it's good to be different, and it just means, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to achieve as much in life, it doesn't mean my life's going to be rubbish and not worth as much, it just means it's different from theirs, um, and, you know, that's just, that's just school subjects, but it goes for everything, doesn't it, you know, just because you didn't do the exact same thing as someone else in their life, and doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that, it's not going to be as good, it just means it's going to be different, and that's okay, um, and I think that's really good to remember, and I think it's important, because often, when, you know, I've been taking less subjects, and my doctor was saying, you need to drop this subject, you need to drop that subject, um, I was like, oh, my, I'm just not going to do as well at school, I'm not going to be able to do as much, my life, my life, what am I going to do with my life, because, like, it's just not going to be as good, but honestly, I don't think we should see that like that. I I wish I had known earlier not to see it like that. Um, I think it's just important, you know, one, life doesn't have one size fits all. Everyone's different. Everyone has different plans in their life. Everyone's life goes different ways. And that is good and that's okay. And everyone's just got to remember that's just how it goes. And you can't look at someone and say their life is perfect because it's not. It's just gone a different way than yours. And I think that's something we all, everybody, chronic illness or not, needs to remember. Everyone has a different life. Everyone's life goes a different way. Um, and that's a good thing. And it just, it's it's how it goes. And it does not mean you failed. It means you've got something else coming for you. And that's okay. Actually, I want to add to that. It's more than okay. It's great. It's fantastic. Because... It means you've got something coming that no one else has done and it's more exciting and it's new to you and it's not copied from someone else. It's your life. It's your plan. Um, and if everyone was the same, it'd be so boring, as I'm sure everyone has said at some point. Um, but yeah, life doesn't have one size fits all and that is such a good thing.
um, you know, it may not always feel like a good thing when I'm dropping subjects and um, I'm not able to do these other things that people do in my, um, at my age. But that's okay. It, it's, not, it's not wrong. It's not mean I failed. It just means I'm going on a different path and that that's okay and that's amazing and it means there's something new in my life that other people might not experience and other people doing things that I might not experience and that's okay it's good okay guys this one another lifesaver here um energy tablets and energy drinks lifesavers um my friend who has chronic fatigue she before she had it um she would see me drinking energy drinks and having energy tablets and it's like you know whatever if they help good for you go for it but if you know she never really got it and now she's got it she understands when I have an energy drink she's like oh yeah I, I know what you feel feel like um obviously I'm not happy she's got it I, I really wish she didn't but you know it's it's funny how now she gets it and I'm like oh that's how the rest of the world sees me isn't it when I drink energy drinks they just think I'm drinking a fizzy drink no it's quite literally saving my life so I don't collapse um but yeah, honestly, carry around energy drinks and energy tablets all the time. If one, if not both, um, they they just oh my god, they are amazing. Sometimes I take too many energy tablets like all at once, and I kind of just go, oh, I just go like kind of crazy, kind of hyper, off the rails, um, off the rail vibes. But <laughs> yeah, that that's what happens. But they are a must do. Always carry them around. Any tablets, energy drinks, love, 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 love them. Right, number nine. It's okay to take a day off, a week off, a month off. You know your body, it's your health. No one can judge you on how you're feeling. And honestly, um, you know, normally I don't I don't really take anyone else's opinion in it when I take a day off or anything, you know, I know what I need, it's my day off, um, or my week off, or however long it is. If I'm not feeling up to it, I'm just gonna stay off. But it's normally my opinion that I judge most. You know, I'm like, do I really need to stay off? What am I missing in school? What I'm gonna miss? Like, you know, is it really worth it? You know, I may be really, really tired and not able to get to school, but what about the things I'm missing, you know? But it's, it's, <laughs> I've always find it personally really hard to accept when I need a day off or something, because I'm like, no, I need to be in school, you know, I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that. Um, even when I have free lessons, I'm like, no, I need to be in school, because everyone else is in school, you know, everyone else is doing this thing, I need to be doing this thing. Um, and that's just because, you know, I feel like it's not so much missing out, it's more just I... I don't want to be doing not able to do things I want to do things just like everyone else can do them and I think that's when it's important to know it's okay to take a day off it's okay to take a week off if you're not doing well and you know your health and you know your body better than anyone else it's okay to listen to yourself and go you know what I can catch up I can it's more important right now that I take a day off I take a week off I take a lesson off even you know if I take an hour off whatever it is you know yourself and no one else no one else is entitled to judge you how you are feeling about your health and your body um especially when it comes to chronic illness like chronic fatigue syndrome if you if you need that break you take that break um you know it just how it is you know on friday i was having a really bad day chronic fatigue wise and i had a history test and i i had revised for it and i was ready for it but chronic fatigue wise I was not in the right place for it my chronic fatigue was really really bad I was really tired I couldn't focus I had brain fog and even though I had revised and knew the things yesterday I couldn't remember anything um and so I went to class and I thought I was going to be able to do it and I sat there and I literally started crying because I was just so tired so I um 
So I left and I came back at the end of the lesson. I went to student support and sat there for the rest of the lesson, really. Um, and that was okay, you know. Maybe the teacher wasn't the big, my biggest fan because I took that time. You know, I, I missed the test and that was probably important because um, with GCSEs and everything. But it, I needed that time off and it, it, to be fair, the test went, wasn't worth doing because I wasn't in the right place to do it. And I think it's just important, you know, I... <laughs> you know, it's just everyone else will have to manage and make do. I needed that time off. I couldn't do it at that time. And I took the time. I went and sat in student support in the quiet, um, just resting. And then I went back and I did science, my science lesson next. And I was able to do it. And I didn't cry in it. So progress. But I needed that time. I was not in the right place to do it. So I took my time and I took my time off. Um, because my health was more important at that time than my history test. So... Yeah, I think it's just important and I wish I had known that earlier because I'm always really hard on myself when I take time off because I'm like, no, I need to be doing everything everyone else is. But it's okay to focus on yourself and your health and look after yourself. Okay, guys, the final one, number 10, and that is there isn't always a right choice. And I think I think this comes into chronic fatigue, especially when you're having to choose between things that shouldn't have to be chosen between, you know. Um, I'm going to use my example of I met my friend today, but I can't. And I was meant to meet my friends tomorrow, but I can't because I did something today. So now my health is in the way of meeting my friends. And I don't think there's a right choice between that. I don't think, you know, um, I don't I don't think there should be a right choice between those two because I'm deciding between, you know, um, crashing with my chronic fatigue and not being able to do anything for what, ages and making memories with my friends and having fun and enjoying my teenage years. And I think that's something that you shouldn't have to choose between. But you do, especially with chronic fatigue. And I don't think there's a right choice that you should say, yeah, that's the right choice. Because um, some people would say, you know, your health is the right choice. You should pick your health above everything. And that's just it. And, um, you know, I made the right choice today by calling, um, by cancelling on my friends to look after my health. But also other people will say the right choice is to hang out with your friends because you're making memories and you're having fun and you're living your life. And I don't think either of them are the right choice. I think I made a choice that, um, it was just a choice. I wouldn't say it's the right choice because I don't think I can choose between those two and say one's right, one's wrong. It's just two choices and they suck either way you know I meet my friends and I will crash probably but I don't meet my friends and I miss out on the fun and adventures that they have um and I don't think they should be choices but then you know there's lots of choices you know it's not just that example that's just mine um today but like I said there's not one there's not always a right choice. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you see a choice and like, yeah, that's probably the choice I should make. But there isn't always a right choice. Um, there's times that it just doesn't work that way and life's unfair and you just have to make a choice even if the um, result will not be the best and it will suck. But you have to go with it and make the choice that you believe at the time is what needs to be done even if it's not what you want to happen always. And I think that's I think that's a hard part of chronic fatigue, that there's not always a right choice, there's not always something that stands out as being that's what should happen. But I think that goes for life as well, you know. I'm choosing between college or sick form right now, and I don't think there is a right choice, because 
both have pros and cons, both have things that I want to do. And if I choose the other, it means that it will change. So I don't think there's a right choice between those two either. So I guess it it goes for life. But, you know, that's just how it is, I guess. Um, But, yeah. Okay, guys, that was the episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of The Tired Society. If you do want to hear more episodes, then come back every Wednesday, as I will be back here every Wednesday with a new episode, bright and early, um, ready, waiting for you guys. If you do have any, like, topic ideas you want me to chat about, let me know. DM me on my Instagram, at chronicfatigue underscore Millie, a little shout out if you're not from there. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and thank you for listening. And I will see you guys next, well, chat to you guys next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Tired Society.